we talked about this big V Stiviano energy uh, yes. for Maryland. Uh, Jason, I don't know if you've seen this chick, but uh, just Google V Stiviano and then Google Maryland and then from The Bachelor and wow. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Okay, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast, everyone. This is mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers about college football and lifestyle. You can find us on the internet at www.thewheelroute.com, at the Wheel Route on Twitter. Wheel Route Podcast at gmail.com is the email address. And um, you can get the show from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Google Podcast Zone Center, Stitcher, etc., etc. We're out here. Uh, my name is Logan Whitehouse. I'm on Twitter at Logo on the Dawn. Pretty dark, pretty dark on Twitter these days. Not a whole lot of, uh, not a whole lot of tremendous content coming out. But you know, we're working our way through. Sometimes you got to tweet through it. You know, certain certain folks can't tweet through it anymore. It's tough. Must be must be hard. Anyhow, um, I'm in Stewart, Florida. It's beautiful, lovely day here. Started off a little chilly, uh, spiked up into the mid 70s. So you know, we're living our best winter life around here. I can't I can't complain. Who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I'm in the friendly city of Harrisonburg, Virginia, uh, where it was unseasonably warm today. Nice little surprise. Um, I'm also on Twitter.com at Shank Jordan. Uh, I cannot confirm or deny reports that I will lease out my Twitter handle to the highest bidder. If if people are interested in that sort of thing, um, if they're desperate to get that fix, uh but yeah, guys, the uh, the Who's are scoring points on the hardwood in ACC ball this year. Look out. They the may hardwood. Have, they may have the found some offense. The softwood. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'm ex- I, for one, am excited about Virginia basketball with um, offensive approach that is maybe slightly above C-. minus. Um, so... Yeah, last year was a tough watch. There, there's no beating around the bush, but it was effective. Like and defended the national championship last year too. So right. I mean, I didn't don't give know. it up. Still haven't given. What more? It up. What more can you board. ask? <laughs> uneven performance last year. Uh, who else is here? I heard. A, I heard a voice. You did. Uh, happy to be back. My name is uh, Jason Crick. I tweet things at Jason Crick. I am. Also coming to you from the friendly city. Um, honestly, I don't know what the weather is. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. To, I'm glad to be back with you guys. Took a took an episode or two, or yeah, two off. Um, didn't mean to, but here we are. Duty uh, calls, brother. Duty here, calls, Armando. We're gonna talk about the future, not the past. All right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Mr. Palmero. <laughs> Love it. Um, all right, boys. Uh, what are we drinking tonight? Anything good from the squad? Uh, yeah, we're. I'm celebrating the end of the college football season with a high class cocktail. It's ginger ale and a splash of whiskey. So we're back. Okay. We're back clean. celebrating, baby. So Love clean. It. Love it. You going? You going diet ginger or ginger ginger? Oh, Just diet full ginger, on ginger for sure. Love it. Yeah, 
the diet soda helps get the alcohol into your veins quicker. That's what they say. <laughs> that's what that's science. I read it in a I read it in a medical what, journal once. But people like drink like Bacardi Diet Coke. It's like, oh gosh, like what's wrong with you? Why would you do that to I, yourself? I've had, I've had like a like a crown and diet or two at a at a casino in my day when when the waitress came around. Like you know. You, you don't oh, don't want to load up on the Callies with, with just like raw regular soda. Not to brag, not to brag. Been at casinos, that yeah. must be cool. Casino. Um, yeah, I'm going to talk about this. There was a there was a cocktail that was sweeping through the uh, the gym that I attend. All gym events, people were drinking Crown, and I believe it was just Crown and soda water with just a splash of Sprite, which seems bizarre that only you only got the splash of Sprite. I think some people would just sub out diet or Sprite Zero if they could. Hmm. Um, side note, Sprite Zero is good. I, I'm just squeeze Zero. a lime into it. I don't know. That's just... Yeah. It's Crown. I don't know. Like It's just weird. I, I, yeah. Anyhow, I, it was not... I recall recoiling minorly at hearing people <laughs> order this at the bar, but it was it's fine. Seems, I mean, it seems like a reasonable amount of recoil. Just you know, what? So, I'm sorry. Just... <laughs> Anyhow, um, Jason. Uh, oh, I'm on my. Uh, I am back on my orange juice, if you will. Here we go. Jason is so, the designated driver tonight. Yep. All right. Yep. I got the so keys. We're good to go. Episode, uh, Jordan. Now uh, I have a Corona light with some lime. So we are really, we are mm. really lining it up here tonight. We Let's are see. about that bonfire. Out happy freshman to, year yeah. of college. I am happy to announce that Low Carb Logie is back this week, and we are shredding for wedding season approaching okay. in the late in the late spring and uh, early summer. How, how many weddings you got on the on the calendar this year? No, so far dose um, one of them on my birthday actually. Ah. So, you know, you know, Daddy's going to be. Multiple buttons unbuttoned on the extra turn. You know? Yeah, extra turns, as they say. So here's to hoping that we uh, can attend things in late April without yep. shame yep. and without, uh, you know, actual health ramifications. So shout out right. to the scientists. Um, good to have you all back. Lovely. Always nice to see your faces. Um, you know, any do we have? Is there any updates? Uh, Jason, have we talked since the holidays. The holidays being yeah we did yeah we did we did we went over we We talked about uh, Christmas naps and things of that nature yeah the air fryer life yeah that's right well happy new year again to have have you ventured down any other air fryer rabbit holes Jason uh not many uh uh, I did wings Uh, I think I I think I took them out a little bit too early didn't get the crispiness I was hoping for Hmm. Um, you can never overcook a wing I know and then. I think I want to start uh, start working some like some panko wrapping the wings okay. and like really getting some crispiness. I saw there was some sort of I think you could just put a little bit of cornstarch, like with I think that's your, probably with true you, yeah. with your uh, rub or whatever, rub. and that'll do that'll do the same thing. Or some like rice like rice flour or something like that. Like maybe okay. I think what is panko? Panko panko breadcrumbs like, but they're it's a it's the lighter coated in something, right? yeah. Yeah, but I know I've seen. So I, I saw some guy. You know, there's those Instagram chefs that like show you how to do stuff real quick on like a TikTok video that they repost to Instagram. Anyhow, one a particular brand that has started popping up a lot recently on my pop page. It's taken over the young entrepreneurs, um, and that uh, 
Yeah, he had he had some tip about it was some sort of starch that he used that he tossed the wings in and then he fried them or air fried them or something and he said like this is the only way you should ever do wings. <laughs> like he was very adamant. Was like, huh. So clearly clearly I remembered exactly what the directions were as I'm stumbling through this uh, presentation. Yeah, it's been super um, helpful. I, I appreciate that. If I find it, I'll let you know. There you go. I stay smashing that like button though, so it's pretty deep in the archives, I'm sure. Side note, Jordan, I shared this with you the other day, but uh, there was a new entrepreneur post that I saw promoted into my feed in which it like compared Dustin Johnson like before he was a pro golfer and Dustin Johnson now and like made it seem like he was like like hustled. It's like, oh, okay, so if you are the best golfer, if you become the best golfer on earth, you'll be filthy rich. You too get out. Make- between you being the best you and being the best golfer and making millions of dollars is you being the best golfer well and the tagline was all equally ridiculous too it, it was, was like, like find your boss become a boss something. data boss build an empire <laughs> <laughs> and it was like him and pauline gretzky making out it's like with zero dollars with 50 million dollars it was like all right well this this is heavily stupid it almost looked uh, satirical. Like I was gonna say, <laughs> I saw another think... one today though. That was a Phil Mickelson, like in 1989, zero dollars. Phil Mickelson now, four hundred million dollars. Like, dude, that was all my entire lifetime ago. Like, what are we doing? Like, he's <laughs> yeah. been the, like a, a top ten golfer for that entire stretch. Of time. And an insider trader. An insider trader. You know, my man has been up and down. Again, Bobby Axelrod on the golf course. Yeah, love that reference. Yeah. How how far yeah. how far into uh, billions are you? Uh, are you a few into? episodes into season two. Love it. Yeah, that's a fun watch. Yeah, uh, it's. I mean, it's the same as it's the same as Succession. It's just like, man, I yeah. root for exactly one of these characters, and the rest of you are terrible. I love it so much. The, uh, I think billions as it developed the- into its its most recent season that got is kind of pressed pause on. Yeah. Um, I think it's realized that it it's jumping some sharks, but it <laughs> embraces it too, which is really refreshing to see. Like yeah. first, first season or two, it was like more drama focused. And now like it the Jurassic recognizes Park like the Jurassic Park. Series. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't go into billions. Like I, I, I wasn't uh, like, expecting the wire like this, this beautiful wire, commentary yeah. on american society like nah man like these people are terrible and they're just whacking each other with two by fours i'm here for it yeah it's it's a fun show got some great actors on the squad yeah i mean listen paul giamatti my guy you gotta paul love giamatti him. dan soder's great in it yeah um maggie sif's really good yes she the, is uh, the guy who plays axe and oh, uh wags his name. Axe um, wags <laughs> Spencer Hall's a big Wags fan. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. Wags is preposterous. He's a ridiculous yeah. human. Uh, Damian Lewis is who plays Axe. Yeah. Uh, who was also in um, the Homeland, and he was also uh, Major Winters in Band of Brothers. That's right. Well, damn. What a breakdown. Yeah. Uh, Wags, also the guy who, spoiler alert, gets shot in the face in Breaking Bad. Dale. You know, you have mentioned all of these shows that I have never seen any episodes of any of these shows. Oh, that just about the last minute no. and a half. That's dark. It's pretty dark. It's a fun game we play. We just talk about things yeah. that other people in the group don't watch. 
correct. Yeah, no, it's fine. It is, it is great. I love it too. <laughs> Soder, yeah, classic. Oh, big Soder guy. I've always been. I've often said this. Love Dan Soder. Um, okay, boys. So there was a single college football game this week. It was the national championship game. Um, we all picked Alabama. And shocking, Alabama covered, running away with it. Uh, what was – we picked it at eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they had that wrapped up pretty quickly. At what point, guys, did you know the, that this game was over? Final score, by the way, was what, 52-24? Yes. It was probably when I was reading Godfrey's Twitter feed in, in like <laughs> – in the first quarter, so shout out to Stephen Godfrey, friend yes. of the program. Flex on it all night. Cannot express how much we stand for Stephen Godfrey. Yep. Um, but he he is has been for a while very plugged into the coaching circles, has ears to the ground where it matters, blah blah blah. So he did a fun uh I don't, he took a fun approach on Twitter the night of the national title game. Basically opened the DMs up, opened his uh, Signal account, I think, which is like you can send tips anonymously into journalists. Um, maybe we should work on getting one of those. We can finally break <laughs> some JMU news. Um, but uh, so he basically opened <laughs> opened the doors up and said, coaches, DM me whatever you're thinking. And I'll tweet it, and all he did was say, like, what level they're coaching at, D2, D3, Power 5, whatever, and then kind of what their role was. Is it a position coach? Is it something else? Um, And so, like, midway through the first quarter, when the game was still close, Ohio State was still in it. Um, They were within a score. They were keeping in touch with Alabama. He still had multiple coaches rolling in. Just saying, like, Alabama's going to kick their ass. Like, yeah. this is yeah. not going to be close. This That's kind of what I knew. Like, okay, the guys the guys who know what to look for are very confident in calling this. Because it looked like, yeah. oh, man, Ohio State. They, they chalked it up to the offensive line just yeah. dominating for the most part. I mean, that was kind of like the big takeaway was offensive line domination by um, Alabama. And I, would, I, I felt like I was kind of on this. I'm sure I wasn't the only one, but I was sort of te- firing texts at you boys. But – Ohio State looked good, but they looked like they were making some tremendous plays. There, was in, some in the, there were some yeah. great catches, sideline catches. And listen, they got great players, right? Olave yep. um, is, is an NFL receiver. They got an NFL quarterback. You know, they, they get they're plenty of talent. Um, Trey Sermon goes out of the game, doesn't help them out really that much. But Master Teague, which is a tremendous name. Um, there are other no, 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 not guys. Master Teague. Master Teague is a third. Sorry, yeah. Master Teague, I, I, I. Is um is you know he started most of the season anyway. I mean he's not like a slouch of a running back, so you know that I would say a little bit of a wash there. Sermon certainly had been really good, but yeah, it was just it, it seemed like this was the game that Ohio State had a couple good drives in, and then they just like shot all their bullets or they were all out by their third drive basically. And Alabama seemed to kind of start stepping on them, which is and, longer than Clemson lasted uh, sure. against Ohio State because it looked like Ohio. Uh, or Clemson, once they got off the scripted plays, they were toast. Which yeah. yes. shout out to Tony Elliott for yeah. making. And <laughs> I know Ohio State. I think uh, starting defensive tackle 
was it DJ Ogilai or whatever? He did not yes. play two in this game, which um, certainly hurts them. I mean, he he was very disruptive against Clemson, so yeah, um, certainly hurted them, hurted hurt them there. <laughs> but uh, that that all said, I mean, a twenty-eight to ten second quarter sealed it up. But for me, it was over when you're standing, you Ryan Day are standing at the six-yard line on fourth and goal, and you decide to kick a field goal already down seven. And you have not come close to stopping Alabama yet, no. um, other than maybe a a fumble on like sort of just a guy that came free. The quarterback, you know, rotated right into the blitzer. <laughs> that was and a that hilarious was a, fumble too. That it was, was a hilarious fumble. He was, was like theatrics. trying to transfer the ball. Like <laughs> I it. think Spencer yeah. said, like he yeah he fumbled wildly theatrically, and it's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it was really yeah. He's like <laughs> those are the best kind. But I mean, that was you know. That, yeah, I mean, you're Ohio State, and you scored on your first couple of drives. Well, you scored on your first drive. You scored some points in the first half. I mean, 17 points in the first half isn't a terrible output. Um, but, I mean, you allowed 28 points in the second quarter. That's not – most coaches will tell you not ideal um, <laughs> there. They they busted, they busted wide open there in the second quarter. And then it was kind of a foregone conclusion. The second half was pretty boring. Um, but, a you know, a, a clinic by Devonta, Devontae Smith um, – he is like very likable, so yeah. shout out to him. He's my, just... that's that's my mo- my moment came right after that. Is I, I remember that field goal. I remember somebody tweeted like, uh, "This could be 35-17 uh, in a hurry if they're not careful." Yeah, Kirchner was and, on it. Kirchner was on it too. But yeah. he he that's his brand. He like he pretty much just jumps on any dubious punting and or field goal. <laughs> that's and true. Just rags on the coach. I do like his uh, his ongoing film breakdown feature where he points yeah. out all the wide all open is, guy. Yeah, so, so you guys, this guy won of, the Heisman. Here are Ohio State's defenders. So speaking of uh, ragging on kicks and punts and things of that nature, there's a Twitter account that I think is associated with kind of like the Scorigami guys, like John Boy and and that vein of SB Nation Twitter. But weird, I weird weird SB Nation Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. It it tracks basically <laughs> they have an index for how cowardly a kick or a punt <laughs> yes. was. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that popped up and uh I think it was in that game there was I don't know if it was that field goal or or maybe it was one of the NFL playoff games over the weekend, but one something reached a hundred percent over the nice. over the weekend. So I think that was I think that was like an Eagles kick or something. Could have been Eagles or oh, Seahawks, maybe. There was, a, there was uh, a couple of really bad Seahawks. Yeah, there was anyways, had some tough, um, some tough. Um, so they kicked that field goal, and Alabama drives down the field and like it was like five plays uh, um, and scores uh, on that crazy like run Devontae towards the line, and then he juked in the backfield and then ran out the side and caught it in the flat. Um, and then Ohio State went three and out, and everybody was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be 35-17. And uh, then I believe that touchdown before the half was the touchdown where uh, Ohio State left a linebacker on Devontae Smith. Yes. And tough. Yeah, tough. And yeah, a gentleman named Tough. And I, I tweeted it, but I was like, that yeah, just must have been a white middle linebacker. Yeah. Like, let's not, let's call it what it is. Whose name tough is Tough? Borland. Yes, uh, right. He runs like 30. a tough Borland, too. And uh, so. Someone said his check engine light came on. As, <laughs> yeah. as, uh, as the you see him start doing the, like, yeah, dragon. Just, oh, like, God. Really trying to get on the horse. Get on. But I tweeted it. I was like, that must have just been the worst feeling. Like, turning and realizing, oh, there's no safety back here. 
I'm done. Yeah. And that right there, that's I've, I think that's where everybody knew the game was over. But that was where it was definitely over because it was just yeah. like there's nothing. There, there's no Ohio State usually gets by on its talent, and Alabama is more talented, or at least as talented at every position, and just scheming the bejesus out of Ohio State into the ground. Yeah, I mean they ate Ohio State up. Um, really did a Alabama did a great job of confusing. Ohio State's corners, who are both decent players, but I mean Wade did not have a good game, and that the guy Severin Banks, who I believe is a freshman but highly regarded, did not have a good game. He had an even worse game than Wade, and but they they looked like they were able to confuse those outside corners really easily um, to sort of confuse the handoff of Devontae Smith, and you know so you get Smith in the slot, you get him lined up on a linebacker, um, you create weird motion that draws both of the corners to Smith and you throw the ball to Najee Harris and he just rumbles for a touchdown. Also, I mean, it, it's, it's um, an embarrassment of riches and you add to it like a really, I would like cruel scheme that just like really just puts mean. a lot of pressure. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, it reminds me a little bit of when, like when Boise state was really humming with Kellen Moore, I remember Jordan, I remember Kellen Moore and, you know, and, and, and even like early iterations of Boise state that like, they seemed like they had a better scheme than you because they could like, like figure out how to get advantageous matchups. And, and this yeah. is that, but like with better five stars everywhere yeah, like yeah. Better, with better players than you at all places too. So, and you know, people forget, uh, you know, uh, Sarkeesian was an NFL coordinator for decent yeah. offenses. You know, I know he gets, he gets grief from Falcons fans, but Falcons fans hate everyone. So, I mean, he was uh, like, he was the head coach at one of the most prestigious football schools in the country. Like he, his, his career was never derailed because of like bad failed somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, Like he, it was never the reason. They weren't, yeah. I mean, he, it's, it's sort of a, uh, he has sort of a weird trajectory because it wasn't like, I don't know that I would necessarily say that his teams were like, you never know what USC could have become under him. He was a, he was a good quarterback developer, sure, but yeah. other than that, the the, the on field performance and decision making was a little, um, you know, whatever, uneven. Yeah, that's probably true. But, but no, I mean, and the off field decision making was worse, um, and that's how he lost his job. So, yeah. uh, to get back to what you said it, earlier, Devonte Smith seems like one mostly unguardable because his arms are horrifyingly long to the point that it looks he's, like an optical illusion like that picture he's crazy of, he's like only six one like he's not yeah. like a specimen which is no. wild um someone was saying like i have one of my buddies here is like he's a huge Devonte smith guy best receiver i've ever seen and it's like i don't know that i could say he's the best like receiver i've ever seen but it just seems like they they scheme perfectly to utilize what he's good at and he's yeah. very fast i mean he's a five star he's a five star you know recruit too like this kid is no scrub um but i mean it looks like he wears the same size pants as coach e I mean, it's crazy like he literally looks i mean he weighs like he can't weigh 180 pounds and it's you know it's wild i don't, I don't think that that's i, I mean, don't I, think i'll say the only the only receivers i've seen in college that i would say for sure i would i would rather have that guy or just physical freaks like Calvin Johnson, probably a better college yeah. receiver. Larry well, would you rather have, would, yeah, would you rather have like Larry Fitzgerald? Hall of Famers. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, what well, I mean, Julio. What about Julio? Julio probably up there, but Julio's a Julio's an animal. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, Alabama's been turning these guys out for a while, but that, yeah. that's the thing. So, you know, uh, the the really scary part is, and we can maybe talk about Jalen Waddle playing in this game, but like Jalen Waddle's, by all accounts, and it's supposed to be better. Wise, 
is faster, yep. demon, you know, demonstrably and you know better. So really well, I also had strange. to laugh like hearing I've I remember during multiple Alabama games watching them this year, the commentators made a point to say like, you know, they really worked on uh, Devontae Smith's burst over the off season. Like they, they made it a point to make him faster. I was like, well, thank God he's faster, you know, cause, cause I can't imagine like what that. a tough yeah. time he was having <laughs> as, as yeah. a slow poke last year, but thank goodness he's reached, you know. Yeah. I mean, our first introduction to Devonta Smith was national championship game to a bomb touchdown for yeah. and done overtime. So, you know, that's uh he's had a pretty good run of things, um, but yeah, no, I mean, tremendous. And he's, he makes, he does make really good contested catches. He didn't, he hasn't like had to in recent weeks. Um, <laughs> it, you can kind of, it would appear you can run pretty open against uh, a lot against of Florida and maybe against Ohio State and, and against Notre Dame. But yeah. in, you know, within the course of the season, he did. Uh, and I think that's the thing is like for all of his physical, like yeah, he's not he's not Megatron, but for right. all of those, it, it feels absurd to say deficiencies because he's obviously a freak, like right. a better. Yeah physical specimen than 98% of college wide receivers. Um, but where he lacks Calvin Johnson's 6'4", 220 ishness, like he uses his body so well. Like he gets himself between oh, yeah. the ball and the defender and like makes catches all around his body. And they said like what he had, he had a drop in the national championship right before he came out. And it was like his fourth ever or something like that. And so – yeah, he's just—he's a monster, and I, I was really glad he won the Heisman. He seems super likable. I hope yes. he doesn't get like milkshake ducked sometime in the next six months. Um, but yeah, super yeah. good. Um, I thought Justin Fields actually was fairly impressive in this game, um, yeah. given yeah. that it would appear that he played with some limitations physically. He didn't look himself. Uh, he, he ran the ball a couple times for some big plays. Um, I really liked. I watched the coach's film room the whole time. Um, that was the only the only feed that I watched. I don't I don't know that coach. He was super pleased. She fell asleep quickly with the, his film room on. But I really like that extra wide. They don't. It's not quite all twenty two, but they give you that extra wide angle. It's like a so forty five degree kind of, angle. Almost. Yeah, it's like that. So you can see all the players, which is nice. Um, but it's still like similar to the TV view enough that it's not like super jarring, like watching all twenty two. But it was nice to see. Like Al, like when Mac Jones had time, you could really see like all the routes developing downfield for Alabama, and just see like just how well designed that offense was. It was it was really impressive. Um, you know, they run guys into spots and then break away and put a lot of pressure on safeties, and you know, get really good receivers absolutely naked wide open, which is just like I mean, that's just a mark of really good play calling. So, um, you know, and it's also the mark of having a really good offensive line, which is sort of my. My, my takeaway there uh, was how impressive they were. But I thought Fields looked pretty good. He's really good th- rolling to his right and throwing. Mm-hmm. Um, he can make that like lo- that throw to the sideline, hit guys on the sideline in stride, um, or, or you know make a long throw there, roll to his right really well. I thought that was pretty impressive. I saw a few of those throws. They found some success. But, um, yeah, I don't know. What, what can you say? The se- it seemed sort of like a foregone conclusion, a little bit boring. Uh, Alabama's excellent. Let's, I don't know what I don't know what to do. This is a, this is a, the stupidest debate, which means obviously we're going to talk about it. Let's Was, it. Is that the best college football team you've ever seen? I I still want to give that to LSU last year, personally. You think? 
I can't. I can't. Do LSU, you think that LSU team is better than like 01 Miami? Uh, I, yeah, I don't that's think I can um, make an informed dis- just because, like, I was ten for O one Miami, yeah. and I was oh, no, 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 yeah, paying yeah, close right. attention. At a, at a certain point, the eras get impossible to like ninety ninety five Nebraska or something like that. Like the eras just get impossible to compare and that sort of thing. So beat Florida by like sixty in the national championship. Exactly. That's why I was just dumb. But I'll say, I I th- I think I would take them over last year's LSU. Um. I think I their defense is better than last year's LSU's defense. Yeah. I think and I would pay a preposterous amount of money to watch that game. <laughs> I, I think that the way that they play offense, it basically puts a little too much stress on them to have a dominant defense. And I think we've talked about this this year a lot, like yeah. that we might be sort of past the era of like lean on your defense and play big, dumb, will must champ football and win 24 to 17. Um, you know, that might even be too, too low of a score to suggest, but you know what I'm saying? I, I uh, so it's kind of, I would say it may be a little hard to grade the defensive performance, but, you know, I didn't think that LSU defense was all that last year. Um, and maybe that's tarnished a little bit because they're supposedly good players that came back this year looked absolutely terrible. So, like, I don't know what happened to Stingley, and I don't know if that was a scheme thing or what, but they really seem like they kind of fell apart this year in a big way. Um, and, hey, move on to other things but uh yeah i would say this alabama team is really good but i don't know i'm wondering if there was an alabama team somewhere maybe in like the towards the end of the saving 1.0 era that was just i mean they was just throttling teams in like a very cruel way back like then the too. Henry, yeah. alabama yeah like it's just a little hard to you know put well i think exactly jason like, jason kirk had a really good piece where he was like like this this edition of alabama makes you forget that like yeah, and like 2011, 2012, those years, like Alabama would win the entire year, like 21 to three, and you know 17 to nothing, and they were still the number one team in the country. So like, it's remarkable. It's remarkable to see the change. Like, I'm I'm old enough to remember when Nick Saban was like, "Is this really what we want football to be?" Yeah. And yeah, and uh, now like and his I, entire I, like, I don't think it is what he wants it to be because it's probably not on Twitter. Like he. He will adapt, but he will also complain about having to adapt. Yep. Like, which is true. Fine. <laughs> yeah, you can complain but all you it, want as you yeah. kick everybody's. Yeah. And I, I do it's, think, it's, I think this yeah. was by far the most talented team of oh, yeah. Nick Saban's. And yeah, I mean, I think it's a foregone conclusion now. But he is the best college football coach of all time. So, if you go back yeah. and look at the 2017 recruiting class that they signed, yeah, it, it is, is so disgusting. Not and what, yeah. by all accounts, this year's is like the only one better or something like that? Yeah. Probably. Hooray! <laughs> you, you, get, you know. Yeah, so I mean, the only, the only adversity that he has to work with is now, I mean, sorry, so Sarkeesian's leaving. I don't want to say adversity, not actual adversity. The yeah. things that he has to work against right now is, you know, basically staff, staff change every year, wholesale staff change every year or two years. Um, it looks like their offensive coordinator is definitely gone, right? Uh, their offensive line coach is gone with them. I saw their special teams coordinator might become the country's first million-dollar special teams coordinator at uh, Texas. Sure. He's leaving, too. Uh, likely Golding, uh, the D.C., is rumored to maybe be leaving to go wow. to Texas as well. So that, um, you know, I, I don't I don't know how much involvement. I, I have a feeling Saban still has a lot of involvement with the defense, 
um, and like scheme from a scheme, at least from like a game planning scheme standpoint. So, you know, these things have not really hurt Alabama so much, but it looks like it's Bill O'Brien next man up. Um, yep. And I saw that Kevin Sumlin was reportedly um, being courted by Saban to get the Saban car wash treatment. So um, hmm. that's, that's interesting. My uh, turntables. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But you know, that's that's really the only thing working against Alabama right now is that they they're so damn successful that they have to consider who they're going to be uh, replacing. You know, with what other excellent coaches are going to come in and what other and what other visitors to the Nick Saban coach rehab? Well, and, you know, you know, Bill O'Brien. It's funny to like laugh at Bill O'Brien. Ha ha! He's a stodgy NFL guy. Has a butt chin. But like, <laughs> guess who led the guess who led the NFL in passing this year? Sean Watson. So, good good luck. You know, good, good, good with that guy. I mean, he it, Colin plays is not his issue. It was literally everything else that he's not going to have to do um, at Alabama. So, uh, anyhow, all right. Well, put a bow on this season. Yet again, Alabama wins. Um, maybe you think Saban will ever retire? Maybe one day. He will retire the very instant Miss Terry says it's time to retire. All right. Well, hey, Miss Terry, let's go. Get on it. All right, that, pon- that pontoon boat ain't going to drive itself, girl. <laughs> um, okay, let's move. Uh, you quickly want to take a, a spin on the coaching carousel, boys? Yeah. We, we kind of covered uh, Texas, but what else we got going on? Yeah, Texas. Um, did we cover that last time? Yeah, I guess we, we should have covered it before the in the preview at least. But Jason, do you have any thoughts on Texas? I don't know if we let you get your takes off. Longhorn supporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is your squad, bro. Listen, Longhorn Nation uh, has entered the chat. When 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 Chris Del Conte and I talked, we didn't talk anything about this. And uh, what they call it the boy. forty acres. Fine, <laughs> boy. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, it's uh, I think it's probably a good hire. I think, especially, I hope first and foremost that that Steve Sarkeesian has gotten his life in order and, and that sort of thing. And that's what's most important. It seems like he might have, I yeah. can't imagine that would have flown in Tuscaloosa. Um, so, well, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> just, just but, um, well, hanging fruit. That's my bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, guys, sorry. Sarkeesian's really smart and, um, I, I think it it's probably almost the higher as they could have made. I don't know if Texas I don't know if Texas knows what it wants ever, but this seems like the closest they can find. Um, and then he immediately came in and shot his mouth off about the eyes of Texas without checking on anything, and that was really stupid. So we'll see. He's he's hitting all the he's hitting all the bingo card moments for Texas. Yeah. Um, so te- but- I mean, listen, Texas does weird things to people like. I mean, I think most of us would have categorized their last two hires as home run hires, and neither of them worked. So Texas just keeps doing this three to four year lease on the yeah. shiniest, fastest car at the yeah. time. So, but it definitely does not end up being for the third time. Season. I'll say this seems like a great hire for Texas, and for the third time, yeah. it wouldn't shock me if it didn't work. So, yeah, I'm a little dubious. I think maybe just a little dubious. This seems. Texas and USC strike me as sort of similar jobs in a way. I don't disagree with you. And I I mean, like, I I understand there were were mitigating circumstances at USC, uh, but just, 
I don't know. Well, I, I, I gotta, I guess, gotta see what kind of staff he puts together. Gotta see what kind of um, philosophy uh, they're gonna have on offense. The kind of like spread power run attack that they've been doing. Um, that's kind of probably how that roster is set up right now. A, a real Ellinger battering Ram style offense. And I think everyone was drooling over the backup quarterback that came in during the bowl game and um, was, you know, spinning it, but every, you know, everyone loves the backup quarterback. Um, so we'll see what, we'll see what happens. I, yeah, I, think I mean, it's, it's worth noting that you know, Steve Jarkeesian will never have more talent than he had this year. Yeah, that's so. correct. Yeah. But he yeah. also will get to play big 12 defenses like week in and week out. Yeah, um, um, and he should have the most talent on his team compared compared to who he's playing, at least in a conference situation outside of Oklahoma. Yeah. So you yeah. know this, I, it could be a good inf- infusion of talent um, back into a Texas program that maybe has been batting a little bit below their average. But um, at, you know, at the same time, it's not like Tom Herman was. You know, it's not like they weren't not getting decent classes, and uh, but Oklahoma's doing better. Um, so. In, in college football, Steve Sarkeesian was a head coach for six and a half years. Do you know what the most amount of games he won in a season was? Oof. I'm going to say like seven. yeah, seven or eight. Yeah, he won nine. His only full year at USC, he won nine and four. Okay. And then but he, he came straight from Washington, right? Came straight from Washington where he went five and seven, seven and six, seven and six, seven and six, eight and four. Oh. Yeah. So, oh, man. I got the code correct. Yeah. Now, there's probably, to be fair, there's probably a – well, I say that. I shouldn't – I was going to say there's probably a roof on Washington, but it's not like their next coach didn't get them higher than that. So, Right, yeah, they made the playoff. But that also coincided with uh, cratering USC and, um, you know, not the best Oregon we've seen. He probably probably continued to help Washington after he left. right. (laughs) It's true. As the USC – USC may have cratered potentially at, under his under his. Sure, sure, sure. sure. So, I don't know. I, I think it's yeah. I mean, like Jordan said, it's the it's the newest shiniest thing. He was the Broyles Award winner, probably deservedly so. But yeah. that's no gauge of success at Texas for better and worse. So, I would just say to me, it seems like that seems like a big hack for tech for a, a brand like Texas to hire an assistant as their coach like i, I mean, for, first for whatever ever, reason, I, I would have thought that they would have hired a guy who had been a head coach yeah. or who was a fired nfl coach or something you know they just have they have that kind of yeah you know, i agree they, they the no. game like they're gonna hire urban meyer right and they're in and or they're gonna hire john gruden or they're gonna hire guys of that nature but they um, how long has del conte been at texas hard to I think did he did he hire herman or he should have. That's a great question. Hmm. Let me take a look. See, so Tom Herman was hired November 2016. Um, Chris Del Conte. It looks like was hired in 2000, December 2017. So. Tom Herman was not hired by Chris. So this is Chris Del Conte's first football hire. Okay, fair enough. Um, so maybe things are going to be done different for better and worse. Uh, it was also weird. Like, Chris Del Conte gave the vote of confidence to to Tom Herman, and then... Like a very strong one. Yeah, yeah like an, an emphatic one. And then a week and a half later, uh, within the same half hour, reports came out that 
he had fired Tom Herman and hired Steve Sarkeesian. So there was some stuff going on. And uh, that's just big boy ball right there. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Del Conte hired uh, hired Chaka Smart either. No, he, he definitely hair though. Yeah, he did. he did. Maybe he did enforce that. He brought that hairline back for sure. Without a bit of a flex. He's a so. worker of miracles. He got <laughs> he got all that lettuce up on Shaka's head. Um, all so, right, so Shaka needs to go back bald. I'm sorry, he just does. It's I, don't, not I don't know. They're playing really well. They're playing That's really fair well. Point. I can't argue with that. The results speak for themselves. It's but like man, a playoff beard. That is a jarring look. I am searching here through the list of schools that have hired and fired. Um, Auburn continues to assemble a staff of former South Carolina staffers, which is, which is a decision. They took it off the Columbia scrap heap. Yeah. An interesting decision. Um, also, I don't know what Beamer was doing, keeping Bobo around. So probably that was good that Harson swooped in and, and took that away. But a Mike Bobo offense continuing to be in the, uh, South Carolina hired another OC yet. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, South Carolina Justin did hire uh, Torian Gray did join South Carolina staff. I saw That's that okay. former Florida uh, defensive backs coach, corners coach, something like that. Um, they work together. Know. They work together and play together in tech. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's uh, Torian, big... Torian Gray used to cook people at noon hoops in Virginia Tech. It was hilarious. Gotcha. Well, you would, would play basketball in full sweats. And he could have uh, maybe back. focused a little bit more on Florida's defensive backs not playing 30 yards off the ball at all times this year instead of playing in hoops, and that would have been good. Can't vouch for that. Taking those, he's taking those talents to the Strom Thurmond Fitness and Wellness Center on the campus of University of South Carolina. I <laughs> you not, that's the name of the Fitness and Wellness Center. So, um, I don't think I got to tour that when I visited there. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I That was where we met. Um, but, you know. It was honors college orientation. No big deal. It is what it is. You feel me? <laughs> so, with my, there's this dude sitting at the table that was like, I'm pretty sure his name was like Rocksteady or something. He was built like a, built like a fire hydrant, and his dad was just hype, just gassing him up, just giving him the gas the whole time. It was great. <laughs> it was just my dad and I like exchanging glances, like, oh, is this guy serious? What's really going on here? He's like, yeah, this is, is this college. Rocksteady. This is my son Rocksteady. He's got a you know three point nine nine GPA. Like, okay, thank you. Really. <laughs> Didn't ask for it. Don't need it. Can't win with him. All right. Um, looking through here, I think the only other thing of note to mention. Oh, um, Boise State did hire a coach. Um, he it was the defensive coordinator at Oregon. One of the names that was always bandied about for Boise State. I think he went to Boise State. What is his name? It's not Kellen Moore. It is not Kellen Moore. Um, I don't want to make and any. It's not Jared Zabransky. I don't want to make any presumptions uh, about who he is. Jason, you're not looking this up? No, I wasn't. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, you assumed that. You're usually the fact checker. I got it. Andy Avalos. That's my fault. Ah. He was a former Bronco student athlete, um, and he is the uh, head coach there. I saw I, I saw and mentioned that Florida's quarterback's coach slash co-offensive coordinator Brian Johnson interviewed for that job. Uh, Kellen Moore, I think, also turned it down. So Andy Avalos, I think he's been one of those guys that's sort of on the way up, gets mentioned as like 
gonna be gonna be a head coach one day. So gonna be a big star. Shout out to him. We'll see what happens. Um, I guess Andy Avalos went to Utah State as well. So don't in, in case you're telling your family about where Andy Avalos went to school. I just want to get that correct. Try to cover all our bases. Uh, the other bubbling. Uh, situation is oh rich rod's back which is exciting so yay rich rod's back on terry bowden's staff uh just as we all predicted louisiana monroe which is wild and just maybe a little bit disappointing but um tennessee appears potentially set to and this is weird it's getting weird at tennessee again i know this is going to surprise you guys things are getting weird at tennessee so tennessee has hired kevin Steele of former failed coup against uh, against Gus Malzahn um, fame just three weeks ago to a two-year deal. This was right after Tennessee set a moratorium or whatever you call it, a hiring freeze basically on coaches and and, and putting extensions on coaches, so no, no more. Um, and then they are supposedly under investigation for some recruiting improprieties and – potentially are setting the stage to go ahead and move on from Jeremy Pruitt, which is kind of where it looks like we're heading. Um, so Kevin Steele, maybe, maybe He's you're finally getting the big whistle. He wanted this dude, Kevin Steele must be like the most charming man on earth or like really be able to say, I mean, he must interview better than Will Muschamp. Like, I don't, I don't get it. So um, that said, we'll keep, we'll keep a beady little eye on the Tennessee situation. I, it, it just is weird. I saw that. I think Godfrey had a little post about it today, but it was the two-year deal. He's not like a he, – he didn't get hired as a coach. He just got hired as a defensive assistant. Oh, like a uh, unspecified, a unspecified dis- assistant to the coach or something role. Um, so AKA, he's going to steer him through probation. Right. LSU appears poised if they haven't already to hire um, – Cincinnati defensive coordinator Marcus Freeman. So shout out to them for making a good choice. Yeah. Love the scheme that Cincinnati runs. I think it'll be good for the kind of talent that LSU recruits, especially in the defensive backfield. They played a very physical, challenging, like Legion of Boom style um, in your face defense. They were great on third downs. Believe me, I did a lot of research. I did a lot of research. He was, he was, he was, he was the chosen one. He was the chosen one. And uh, anyhow, it's all good. I'm not, I'm not upset about it. We're not at all. Um, any other, any other coaching stuff, guys? Uh, you know, I think I think we're so. pretty much good here. So, <clears throat> uh, right, yeah, okay. So, hey, college football season's over. Boom, boom. We did it Just like that. It's over. Um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to like oversell. This was, a, the, you know, how it went this year. I know, I'm sure. It was very hard for players and stuff to probably sacrifice a lot of a typical college football, um, you know, season and college everything. College experience, but, you know, yeah, yeah, college, college experience, everything else. Uh, it's it's been hard and weird for everyone, but you know, I'm glad they gave us some football. I'm sure, right? That was nice. It was a nice welcome respite from uh, quarantine life. It was um, along that thread. I just want to voice my displeasure with kind of the. Uh, the again football talking heads so i shouldn't expect a whole lot of them to begin with but like the gene chizik in the film room just taking taking a time to go on a tangent about like 
like how important this season was for the country and we needed this we needed college football like gene we needed a lot of things this year college football was not one of them necessarily was it great to have absolutely yeah loved having it around was it absolutely necessary for the functioning of our society no it was not so, but again, football guy says dumb thing about football and about, about it's uh, anything other than society. Football, right? yeah. yeah, I shouldn't I shouldn't be this uh, worked up about it. So that I've said my well, best. yeah, and that's why I was trying not to do the fawning like guys. We did it, like we did it. You know, like there was no we doing it. Like the the players certainly went through a lot. All Jason can only probably tell the horror stories behind the scenes of how just like overall stressful it is at all times. Um, how much coordination goes into it. Like, I am just like, I'm happy that I got to watch football this year. And that's all I'm trying to express. I don't think that the doing of football says really a whole lot about society. Other than the fact that we value football probably more than we value other things. Um, but hey, we're out here. Ah, 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 full SEC schedule. Suck it. Let's go. Um, that was fun. I enjoyed I, I did enjoy that. It was nice to sure. have yeah. quite a you know, run of games there. I, I'm sure Arkansas didn't enjoy it as much as other teams. But, you know, them all, Arkansas. Um, okay, so let's put a bow on that quick TO here, and we'll transition to America's uh, next great obsession. Next great sport that. season. The next, the fourth major sport. The most, the most highly contested season of Bachelor franchise ever. And we're back. Welcome back to the Wheel Rock Podcast. Who are, who's joining us now? It is I, Kochi. <laughs> Love it. Here to join the pod. Welcome. How are you? I'm fine. Fine? Just fine. Cruising Good. along. Cruising along. Headed eyes on the prize. Weekend is coming. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. You got any big plans for the weekend? No, but I have some blood work happening tomorrow, and Coachy gets queasy, so I'm a little <laughs> already, you know, More like getting Coach a little worked queasy, up. Queasy, oh, right? Do you get to have a nice, like, steak and spinach breakfast to uh, – to get your iron content up? That's not a bad idea. If I remember to eat breakfast, which... Oh, God. <laughs> okay. well, there, there's a good place to start would be breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> definitely the definitely right need here. to eat breakfast tomorrow. So come over like 4.30 and be like, man, all I had today was like half a cup of coffee that got cold. <laughs> and like I did, I found two saltines. So I ate those. And it's like, like the only thing getting me through my days is eating. I would be, I would like, I would literally be so dramatic and passed out if I had not eaten all day. It would be, it would be awful. I'm very high maintenance. I, you'll be proud of me. I actually uh, went to the store the other day and I got some granola bars to actually keep it at my office. There oh. we go. So, you know, you I have hit, an emergency granola bar now and then. You've been hitting the Huel shakes too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I now have an insulated mug, so there's no more cold coffee. I can still she take can nurse the that whole single cup of coffee for I like need. nine hours, like Great. she does at home. Yeah. And at any given weekend day, you can walk around our house and find like all the, like just cups of coffee. They're like Easter eggs throughout the house, like half, <laughs> like two thirds to a half of a cup of coffee. Yeah, because in the bath there'll be the two in the bathroom, one on your nightstand. I lie to myself. The <laughs> I tell I myself. I can make it through a cup of coffee because, you know, you want to use your fun mug. You want to use the Starbucks mug or you want to get that monogrammed mug that your bestie gave you. And you're like, I can do this. It never happened. Jason, you don't do this? I can't say I do, Logan. Can't say I do. 
This is crazy. I drink. I'll drink like four cups of coffee on the Saturday and just be revving high. You know, ready to take yeah. on the day. Like you, you, you get hot, physically hot because of yes. the caffeine. You just like just lots of just hot and like pooping a lot. Just, yeah. you know. <laughs> but hey, I don't need coffee to do that, Logan. To get hot or poop a lot. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. No, I still don't drink coffee. Let's get to it. So, did, did we ever talk about episode one? We did talk about episode yeah. one. Yeah. Sunday. Poor Sunday. Got sent home. Still, still salty about that. That the fact that she got sent home and Victoria stayed. Dubious. Dubious. I'm looking at you, producers. Thank you, Jordan. Um. So, Emily, get us going. All right, so we're going to jump right in with our first one-on-one date. Uh, But before we do, we did get the classic, like, walk around of the resort. You know, the ladies dressed up, walking around like, oh, my God, it's so beautiful. We're so happy to be here. Let's fall on some couches. Like, we've never seen one before. Um, And we really just got to see 2020 uh, in terms of fashion because we had some great two-piece tie-dye loungewear <laughs> we did if if anything fashion wise could sum up 2020 that would be it was i expecting you to see it on the bachelor no but you know I'm with all the it. white women on the bachelor you weren't expecting to see popular fashion <laughs> not, not on a day where the girls knew like they had to kind of get dressed up to be prepared in case they got picked for a date no huh i didn't so they have no you're just not allowed to change like, if you get picked for a date, it's like, no, you go right now. Well, I'm just saying. Flash forward. Brie got, Brie got picked for the one-on-one date, and she said, oh, I chose my worst outfit today. She didn't get a chance to change. She looked fine. She but did she look did. fine. Can you imagine if Victoria went in that tie-dye number? <laughs> I would have Good loved Lord. that, and hopefully he would have left her on the mountaintop and run over her with the, with the ATV. <laughs> and then backed over her corpse. <laughs> anyway. Just kidding. I hope. All the best for her. Um, so Brie, 24, communications director for a, all we know is it's a high up. A popular social media company. In, so in Los I'm Angeles. Thinking it's I mean, San Francisco. Yeah. Facebook, you know. Yeah, it's the same thing. San exactly. Francisco, yeah. Anyway, she gets the date. So Jordan's on the board. And uh, it's a ATV date, which I would love that. I love an activity. Let's go do something. <laughs> yeah. Brie yeah. was a good sport. She seemed to get was a little hesitant though. Yeah, I don't yeah, know she that didn't, Matt- she didn't open it open the throttle super fast. You know, she was she was cautious right. with the with the quad. Uh which is a smart you gotta thing. Feel the engagement judgment. You don't want to buck off like you don't want to just hammer down <laughs> and right. lose it off the back. She got she got her bearings and then you know, bust it wide open a little bit on, on the trails. <laughs> um, it did appear that Matt was like in front of her, just just hot dogging the whole time, just, just spraying her with mud. just mud. slinging mud all over her as she followed him, which like, <laughs> which was great. It's you fine. Could, I'll catch up. Yeah, Don't Matt, worry about me. Matt seems like he would be a lot of fun. I mean, let's just face it; he seems like he would be down for most most anything. I'm just saying, like when it came to when it comes to activities, like he, oh yeah. He clearly would be like trying to do backflips on the dirt bikes. Or, He's a doer. Like, you know. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Jason, you watched the first episode of this show. I did. Uh, did you, do you, re- do you remember Brie at all? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna need a, a trait uh, at entrance. Go go pull up the pull up the cast page again, Jason. Pull up the cast page. She's one of the first ones out of the limo. Bright green dress. Um. I mean, she was fairly unremarkable episode one, which is usually a good thing. I would I would wager, unless she got a little bit of extended one-on-one -on -one conversation time in in some sort of den area. All right, well, let's keep it moving here. We don't need to put this all on Jason, but um the. Uh, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, so the pictures are below the names, right? I'm all turned around. I yes. think so. It's not. Oh it's no, no, not the great. names below the picture. Yeah. Oh, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on the wrong side. Hold on. A second. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, like, uh, Matt invites Bree to jump on his. Okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah, Bree, 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 Bree. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yep. Very cute. Very cute. Yeah. Um, and he. Immediately starts doing like donuts in the mud, which again I'm here for. It looks so much fun. But then, allegedly, no, they did flip. They did flip. I reviewed the footage. There was, there well, there were two people that flipped off of an ATV. Whether it was actually them, and not stunt doubles Question. and or producers, questionable. However, we do get the gratuitous, obviously staged. Yeah, obviously yeah. staged. Uh, them They're not like, even close to the ATV. Yeah, them like 30 feet from the ATV, like curled up against each other, like giggling, like, Spooning oh, we just mud. rolled an ATV. Like, that's how people die. I mean, you can just like, just shake it off, you know? Yeah. So um, that all said, that was weird. Um, and then... Uh, she gives this whole thing about like, oh, your mom's going to be so mad at me when she sees this, like, because I got you so muddy. I, I didn't. I didn't need that kind of talk there, Matt. I agree. Uh, and then, you know, just if the shower scene at the beginning of the episode wasn't uh, fortuitous enough, we get uh, Matt taking his shirt off and chopping some wood, and the man was definitely not wearing underwear under those jeans. With I'm the sorry. smallest axe. Like, that, that axe was... was Yes. Yeah. It it, well, it was like in between hatchet and axe, so it looked <laughs> it looked way too small. It, the dude's like six four, former wide receiver. He's yeah. So we can pick this yeah. apart our day. This was like this film. Listen, it's kind of like the fishing tremendous. date that Peter went on when Logan and I both spotted it a mile away. <laughs> that yeah. fish was dead. Like we yeah. we can pick these things out. <laughs> is the axe small to make the package look bigger? Eh? Eh? Wow, that's gross. Oh, um, that all said, yeah, the just gratuitous, like, I'm going to take my shirt off and then use this tiny axe to chop a single piece of wood so that I could fuel up the rustic wood hot tub. Burning, and it was like, yeah, now that we're here, hey, you want to hop? You want to get in the hot tub? Like, I just love, <laughs> I do, I do love the, the hot tub. The hot tub usage. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hilarious because it's like, it just seems like it, um, I mean, clearly we all know why you get in the hot tub, right? Jason knows. But the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> but like, it, it's work. so funny because it, it, you go from like a thousand miles an hour, like deep conversation, like, all right, well, get in the hot tub? What do you think? <laughs> so, <laughs> Want to do the hot uh, tub now? I guess we did get Bree's story though, which was kind of wild. Yeah, at dinner. But yes, we did get Bree's story. So uh, Bree's mom had her when she was 13 years old. Yeah. Pause and wait for a fact from Jason. That's okay, wild. There it is. I, there's, there's literally nothing you could tell me about these people that would shock me. 
That's some um, big Montevideo middle school energy, if I say so myself. Listen, we can't really throw stones. <laughs> no, I can throw them. I'm throwing them. Let's go. Um, yeah, which is which is wild and, and clearly like shapes her life. She said, I guess it's been weird because her mom is now like pregnant mm-hmm. again and like kind of has a new yeah, family yeah, yeah, and like yeah. a new life and is getting married. And so I guess it, that's like, like hard for her. Like 37. So like, yeah. yeah, like that's very that's that's prime breeding for age. Her to like start a family, but yeah, that would be definitely weird because it's not like it's like where does breed fit into that? So yeah, I yeah. can see she and Matt connected over the fact that because they both like were raised by single moms and their dads really weren't in the picture, and like they spent a lot of time over at friends' houses, like who had big families. The only reason I point that out is I actually hear that a lot from like different clients I work with, where it's like they like going over to other people's homes, where it's being like, part of like a family. Yeah, sure. They feel like so, they fit in, and yeah, yeah. Anyway. It's almost like we all have a need for that connection, identity, belonging. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Vulnerability. Oh God. <laughs> so, much, so much vulnerability. It's vulnerability. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Jason, if you ever hear Matt say vulnerability, you will swear that he says vulnerability, and it is the funniest thing because he just replaced it in all times, and he's just like, "Oh, thank you for being so vulnerable with me right now." And it's just, <laughs> just so funny. Little things, man. Yeah, it is the little things. It is. I just really appreciate how vulnerable you got tonight. <laughs> hey, now. What's the over under? How many times do you think Logan said that last night? Oh gosh. Hundreds. <laughs> Hundreds. No, only like 11 and a half. This is a good, comfortable <laughs> Alabama spread. Listen, funny funny jokes are funny jokes, Emily. Timeless. Mm-hmm. Timeless humor transcends volume and Time. area. <laughs> Let's keep it moving, Emily. We have Why a group not? date. We do have a group date. So shout out to Bree. Came off well, uh, you know, a little unremarkable, but on the whole, fine. I wasn't blown away by her performance. You were blown away by her performance? I was, I was blown away, but I think like she left an impression. I think she'll go far. She okay. better. I'm counting on it. <laughs> so then we get a group date with 18 girls. Holy moly. Sounds like a nightmare. I mean, I'm not even necessarily going to read down the list. but It's nice to know they're doing normal things on the show, too. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> like an average, an average Friday or Saturday night. Mormon style group dating. Yeah, it's important that these people are relatable, Jason. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, I, get, so I get it. I get it. We think we're getting our classic. You're gonna dress up in wedding gowns, and we're gonna take your photo with uh, um while you're on your phone. Look up the bachelor photographer. I can't remember his name. name. It's got to be like Francisco or something. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so all the girls they have to quickly like. Pick out a gown and be ready to Franco. take Franco. It's Franco. Franco. You were, that you were right on it, Jordan. Yep. Uh, and take photos with Matt. We immediately get an awkward Queen Victoria situation. Ugh. But the girl, she just always looks sloppy. Okay. She looks V messy. So we get the like <laughs> loungewear kind of in the beginning, but then she like puts this gown on where there's way too much boob flowing out. She didn't take her bra off, so her bra's like sticking out in the front and the back. And it's just she's it's definitely messy. like trying to do the push up thing, but I don't really think she's got like the she doesn't have the like circumference of, of breast. The build. The build. Just 
sort of maximize yeah. the push-up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We've known people that have done this. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we know. Sort of a sort of yeah. a flapjack situation. You just kind of press them together. It's not great. Not great. Are we wanting to name names? Should I get the bleeding? No, 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 no. Not at all. I would just say they're the kind of people that often like will like make comments about like oh, I've just got big boobs, you know, and it's like. Mm. I mean, places you can go where they help you like. Don't talk about it. Be about a bra it. that like actually flatters your chest, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't, what are we doing here? I, this is weird. You made it you, weird. You can't just say like find a bra that flatters your chest and just like. I mean, <laughs> okay, we're moving on. Well, I mean, I'm with you. Yeah, let's move yeah. on from flapjacks, guys. Please. <laughs> Sweater puppies. Um. Anyway, so she like. Okay, now I'm all. I'm all. Victoria threw a wrench into Victoria the looks sloppy. Yes. Victoria looks sloppy. That's the main takeaway. She always appears to be like minorly buzzed, if not full on drunk as well. Yeah. But anyway, she threw a wrench in it. Franco was calling names and she just like waltzes up to match like Queen Victoria is here and like wants her turn. And it is one of the most painful scenes in Bachelor history because she like <laughs> goes in for a kiss and he's clearly like doing the like closed kind of pursed lip kiss and like trying to pull away it looks so uncomfortable oh eh, it made me gag watching yeah it looks awful much like logan's face oh, right now. i just she's just like she looks Shuddering. she's just really gross and she sucks she, she sucks, she sucks. You know, so i mean obviously i only saw the first episode but the only <laughs> thing that came to mind was uh she she just reminds me so much of Snooky from Jersey Shore. Oh, there you go. Yeah. She went to Florida State. S similar energy. Similar. Oh, yeah. I looked up some fun facts about Victoria, and to no surprise, she went to Florida State. So, shout out. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, so anyhow, we, we had that, and then we transitioned. So then it was like, oh, wait. So not all the girls got to have the photo shoot, which is the first thing. Also, I don't know what they're doing. What? But these photos that they show, like from the photo shoot, always look so bad. Like they look like they have water spilled the on thing. them. It's like when we're looking at them. America's Next Top Model. They would do this too, where they would show you like, like a photo, and you're supposed to think that that's like the photo that was taken. You're like, ah. it can't. Be. But then by the end, when the judges came out, they showed like the real photo. They pulled it out of the portfolio, and this was your best one out of thousands of pictures. And now we're gonna, <laughs> you know, we're gonna. Did I say it right this time? You did. Awesome. All yeah. right. It's like your hands a little. Anyway, all the bachelor gives us is the like like a slideshow. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> Free it's like someone standing there with their iPhone and takes a photo. They're not actually showing you the photos that Frankie takes. Sure, but it just they. My iPhone takes better photos oh, than, sure. than those ones that they show. You're telling me the producers, and I'm just like, okay, all right. I'm just gonna well, keep I mean, it. Just, it, it, it looks like there's sometimes. like water on the screen. Like when you see the photo. Anyhow, it just bugs me. They did this the same thing last season. Yeah. With Haitian mm -hmm. State. Yeah. Anyhow, all right. Move, all right moving on. on. Explain the game. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Who can explain the game? <laughs> I mean, so they, they, they cut it and then they're, they're playing some sort of bastardized version of like capture the flag, but they just basically like all the, all 18 of the women running free in the woods, splashing paint on each other, wrestling for these large heart pillows. As one does. And, but it was, 
not clear what the goal of the game was, how to win the game, why there was paint involved, and also like randomly MJ just grabbed the gold heart and just like booked it down the sideline, and they, they were like, oh, and the red team wins! And then, was it Ma- Mari? Yeah. Was the most valuable bride? Yes. And we we saw none of her performance in the, in the game itself. She just got named MVB, which maybe MVB is the most valuable boobies yeah. and butt. You know what I'm saying? MVBBBs. That's what Matt, she's, that's what she's ready to be so vulnerable. Hey, oh, now we're talking, Emily. See, that is what's up, girl. Let's go. That's why you married me. Let's be honest. Anyhow, um, so congratulations to her. Whoever has her got some points for winning an event. Um, there is she on your team, Jordan? No, she's on mine. She's on um, Emily cleaned up in the group date. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really have any takes on the game. I mean, some of the girls had to go home, and then like we had painful them sitting on the couch oh, like, with paint on we them. We have to talk about Katie. What a like shocking. So, Katie is the vibrator girl. Oh, vibrator girl. And right. I was thinking she was going to be kind of the girl who's there. And the she's LeBron like, James. No, she doesn't Logan. really have a shot. So, she's just going to have a good time. Yeah. Homegirl was crying when she got back to the house. She she's just like, I've got cake like in my bra and like in other places. I'm just so tired. And I'm just so tired. It was a long day. I just. Didn't you even get to spend time with him? And I was like, homegirl, like, you need to pull yourself together. Take that cake out of the bra. Ha- you know, have Take a cake. She <laughs> needed have it. Have your it. blood sugar back have up. It's fine. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it was weird. Okay, yeah, I totally get it. What, what happened after that? Do we need to, do we need to talk about it? There's a cocktail party. Sure. Uh, Lauren got heroes. Yeah, she did. Yeah, they bonded over their faith. That's what it was, correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah, touching moment. Yeah. Um. Also, shout out to you, Jordan. Since most of my girls were the ones who like were on the winning team and got to the, go to the cocktail party for tracking all of them, I was having to do the thing of like, who is who? I don't know any of these people yet. I've got the ABC bios up in like one part of my laptop, like trying to track. It was tough. And I was like, oh, Jordan already got it. We're good. Jordan, this would be a good time as any for you to air your grievances, your scoring grievances. Yeah. So now that Emily's here to uh, to vote me some more points, hopefully, oh. um, I'm not here to restrict your point your, your point scoring. So please tell me, tell me, Emily and I well, are. It's the way you've scored me. It seems like you are. Uh, just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, so I first off, I would like to uh, question why Victoria is missing any. For all kissing points. I believe she got multiple yeah. kisses in this episode. Look, I was giving reminders when people were kissing, and then I was given some attitude, so I stopped. I, I, I you're right. I guess the kisses that are forced upon should should count. That's fine. Un, unwilling kisses should be our kisses. So that okay, I'll give you one. She kissed, him during, she, kissed him, she kissed him during the freaking um the 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 photo shoot thing, right? But did she and during the cocktail party. Thank you. Yes. Oh, you know what can I do to make you feel better? Situation. And I'd also like to lobby for an additional water feature kiss for Brie because she's so they they made out for a while in the hot tub. And then before they cut scene, she specifically asked for another kiss. And they kissed again in the hot tub. It's fine with me. 
Are there any others, Jordan? Uh, not to my knowledge. I'll rewatch the episode a couple more times. See what I can okay. come up with. I'll text you my notes. All right. All right. I'm glad. We, I'm glad we worked that out. So, Jordan, that's great. That's great for you. Pulls you. Pulls you into a tie. Which with really volleys you. Follows you up. You're going to be in the lead after the rose ceremony. Yeah. Oh, 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 what am I doing? I better be. I'm not. I'm not feeling super. There's only like five or six left. He's got to give out. Yeah, they're probably going to be mostly your They got to be mostly your team. You only got like one or two right now. Yeah, I only I have two. So, we'll yeah. see. Okay, anyhow, that all said, uh, well, let's keep it moving. Um, we have – do we have another one-on-one date next? Yes, we yep. have a one-on-one date with Sarah, my girl. Uh, she gets – Number the... two overall pick in the draft, Sarah. Chef's kiss. They had a plane date. Yeah. In the biplane yeah. that Matt flew in on, right? I don't know. Anyway. I would hope so. Unless they just have like multiple biplanes at this resort. <laughs> I mean, it is the Nemecolon. I would like to say that <laughs> last week I called it a biplane and I got some uh, critique about that from you. you no, but then we agreed that it was a biplane. Uh, yeah. Did we reach yeah. that conclusion? Yeah, I think we it was amicable. We we ended on amicable terms. Well, I'm feeling like, like a, a lot of negative energy coming from the other contestants here in the show. Hey, <laughs> you can't dish it out and not take it. A lot right, of iron. We're just well, trying you, to respect the integrity of the game. Remembering what happened. You can't make things up, Donald. I remember getting to a point where someone called it a Wrights Brothers plane. I did not. Okay. But there was an Orville and Wilbur Redenbacher reference. All right, so Jordan's going to be rewatching the episode. <laughs> I'm going to be listening to last week's podcast again. It's fine. And congratulations on wasting so much time. You too. You're welcome. I will continue you know, to be the only back-to-back champion of this It's of this Jordan's. Event. Jordan's a one on the Enneagram. I have a one wing. Oh, we gosh. seek for justice. Here we go with the Enneagram again. <laughs> Hey, you said you were going to have a better attitude. About what? Christmas is over, Emily. That ship has sailed. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We're on to 2021. Where you're going to have a better attitude about things and be more formal. More formal? Yeah. What do you mean by that? That's the text message I got from you. (laughs) (laughs) Logan, also, there's no Christmas. It just said better attitude and more formal. Oh, I was joking. Wow. I was crossing I mean, it was, my fingers. It, was, it doesn't you gotta, count. You gotta, I mean, you, gotta, you gotta, like, take in the texts, you know? It's a barrage. Oh, <laughs> well, do I take them in? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you've harvested an Instagram <laughs> account out of it and are selling me out like I'm some sort of... Listen, show when... Show pony, yes. When yes. you can start parlaying that into sponsored posts and buy yeah. yourself a boat, you won't be bitching and moaning about yeah, getting I'm sold. Excited for this. I, for one, am excited about selling out my life. Yeah, please. I want to sell out yesterday. Please. Lord, I've seen what you've done for others, and I want that for my Jesus. Too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the biplane. Uh, so anyway. It looked like a pretty day. straight plane to me. <laughs> uh, then they have kind of a, it's just kind of a boring day. They go to like a fire pit and sit there and talk. And Matt's trying to force a vulnerability. Oh, Sarah's just so not tiring. getting it up. 
And so now he they play the daunting music where you think your girl's in trouble. He also says pops. Know. He says pops a lot. He's like, how's yeah, your pops? I, I don't, I don't oh, like that pops. tick. You know your his. pops. I think he's just a youthful guy. He likes to give off youth. He's putting off a vibe. Or, well, I don't know. I mean, not the I, I'm with you, 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 can maybe not, you can maybe not do that also. Like, that could not be your go-to. Yeah. You just well, go, I think, you, like, maybe because he doesn't have a great relationship with his dad, maybe uh, he just, like, uses a very casual yeah. term to refer to fathers. That's some great psychology. Mm. Or maybe, maybe he refers to father figures in his life as pops. Also potentially true ha! similarly great psychology go ahead and <laughs> this guy. he's always trying to one-up people no i'm not here do you need me to stroke you this is better Get away from me. don't ask that on the pod either it's great. Oh, it's i'll bleep it out Matt. do you need me to <laughs> you that's gonna sound even better <laughs> we will exchange some words <laughs> oh i'm just really excited the here yeah <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Sarah, the big deal with Sarah is that her dad has ALS. Yes. Which she, is awful. Yeah. All right. So, uh, she shout out to her dad. gave up her job to be his caretaker. Yes. Which I don't think that was said in her bio, was it? It, it was. Oh. Well, then why did they show oh, her on the news? No, you're right. It wasn't in her bio. Yeah. It was in her uh, like opening story. You know how they do a few girls and they give us their like people who are obviously going to go she far. She did say that in her opening, call it interview. She seems very nice. She's so sweet. I uh, told Logan. She looks like Alexis from Schitt's Creek. Yeah, Jordan called that. Yep. Uh, but more so every time I look at her. Which one is it? Her- Sarah. Sarah. At the dinner portion, I told Logan, oh, yeah. I'm like, look, I'm not gay, but I could be gay for some <laughs> She's hot. That might have been when she was getting in the hot tub. I think, uh, I think I we both say, were like, oh. I think it's like, I think there was like dinner, a. They a, kept doing a lot of like close ups <laughs> of her face. And I was like, that chick has kissable lips. They look soft and supple. <laughs> and then when she was stripping down for the hot tub, we both had a moment. Of we both were like, we're like, Okay. Well, hot damn then. <laughs> well, Wait, they got in a hot tub? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Did I get water feature kiss points for that, Jordan? Probably no, not. I'll have to get it on the rewatch. I'm sorry. Yeah. I completely missed a hot tub with them. It's fine. I'm I mean, just, it doesn't, I'm I mean, it doesn't matter. It's, it's really still water feature. She, she, she was bikinified. I completely, got... I honestly completely missed that. I'm blaming Hulu for the rewatch. I... Sure. Oh no, wait. They did. I was gonna say you could just move all of their kisses over, but they kissed at dinner before they got in the hot tub. Also, yeah, I saw when I counted. I saw a recap yeah. on interesting. Interesting that Jordan missed all those points for you, Emily, isn't it? It's wild. <laughs> um, I saw a recap, uh, and it appears that she was wearing a lot of makeup on her face. Not surprising. And she left some residual makeup on his nose after they finished kissing. Like when you see him pull away, there was like a big white smudge on his nose. Oh. Which is hilarious. Thanks. So. Oops. Oopsie. Oh, I got a little God. schmutz on you, you God. brute. Get over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we go from that to essentially our cocktail party. Uh, we get another just oh. unfortunate dose of Queen Victoria, who decides to stir the pot. Also, by the way, she was pouting because she didn't get the group date rose that she thought she deserved. So, like, 
She just she she literally is just like manufacturing things to be like lukewarm upset about, and then gets mad at Dabo Sweeney not, type. Gets gets mad at her. Gets mad at the group for like not joining her in her ire for like things that are not a big deal. Like, dude, there's there's 24 girls here. He took one girl on a date, and she just like is like all y'all need to be more upset. Like, I'm pissed. I wanted to go on that date, and I can't believe you guys are happy for her. And, like, she, like, leverages that into being, you guys all don't like me. Well, it's like, yeah. yeah also, you, yes. Yeah, well, what are you doing here? You know, and and then they didn't, they weren't very clear. So she had some sort of beef with Marilyn, who, we talked <laughs> about this, big V Stiviano energy uh, yes. for Marilyn. Uh, Jason, I don't know if you've seen this chick, but... uh just Google V Stiviano and then Google Marilyn and then from The Bachelor and wow, it's stunning. The resemblance is stunning. V Stiviano being Donald Sterling's uh, former yeah, no, I former remember. silly little rabbit. His right hand arm man. Yeah. His rabbit. Um, that all said, she wore like a welding mask like in public for a while, which is kind of a was which was a move. As one does. She was ahead <laughs> of the curve. Anyhow, they have similar just kind of mannerisms and look. Hey, wasn't there a promo where there's a girl talking like, yeah, she is having relations yeah. with men for... She's having a, a monetary relationship. Like, I wonder who it's going to be about. Who do you think? I uh, hope it's Marilyn. Just yeah, keep this Victoria. metaphor alive. Get her out of here. Mm. Yeah. I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to judge. They didn't really give us a whole lot on like what happened between them, but Victoria at some point made a big stink and moved out of the room that they were slept sharing the and slept on the couch because she's a queen. And then... Um, then at the cock- at the group date cocktail party, oh. she like tried to do the whole, okay, I'm going to try to find some sob story to share with Matt, which was just, yeah, what you see is confidence, but really, like I am insecure about and he's like, okay. And he's just like, yeah, like when we're trying on the bridal gowns, all I could think about was, um, do I look fat in this dress? Because that's like an insecurity of mine is like being fat. And like, okay. Like, She's being vulnerable. And I should have appreciated that. Vulnerability is, it's, it's hard. And that was the conversation she thought was going to win her the group day rose, you know? So anyway. Yeah. So then at, the rose ceremony she pulls matt aside once again we have a real sloppy outfit i mean very sloppy first of all that's not a good dress dark circles under her eyes wow far from sleeping on the couch sure it looks like she's been raging yeah for someone who (laughs) like days allegedly style owns like a beauty and she operates in the health and beauty self-care, space. yeah, business. She looked beauty awful. and self-care business is the wackest thing I've ever heard. It's but, so you know, ridiculous. And then she's just like wearing this dress. It's so so. The bad. shoulders were it was wild. like a little house on the prairie dress. <laughs> little bunny. like Ma Ingalls <laughs> bought fabric like at the town store yeah. and yeah. sewed that together for Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> the shoulders were wild they were very poofy yeah, and it was very frontiers woman of her but then like the rest of it was the fun thing is i've been like bouncing around the episode on mute in the background and that's a pretty good description Jordan. <laughs> I like that. and like the bottom half of it is like it's the back has that like weird ruching thing where it just looks like a string 
was like pulled up it's and for, it, like it's for cup of the geeks yeah it yeah. looks so bad her bra is hanging out again <laughs> like honey go home honey <laughs> The, the the like constant like bra hanging out is weird. Oh, it's so weird. Like if you so listen, sloppy. listen as previously mentioned on the log one says, if you want to let the yeeks out, you want to let the tatties out, go ahead, go ahead, girl. There's but, like tasteful ways. Yeah. To do oh it. well, yeah. Or just just go for it. But like doing it in a way where it's like it, it looks like it's like patched together. Like and it doesn't look comfortable not- either. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And. Like, and you're not even wearing a bra that matches the dress. It's if you're going to show the bra, yeah. make it like look cute with the dress. You know, there's so many options. <laughs> this is good. It's a good this, bra this, education. This is really fun. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> she doesn't have the correct girth of... Stop. <laughs> no. We, we like to call that breasticular girth. No, we do not. No, we do not. In the, in the engineering school. It's an engineering school thing. Going yeah. ahead and preparing that for the log one says account. <laughs> Guys who have never seen breasticles come up with words like that for sure. <laughs> a lot of trying. How many do you have? She's got like, <laughs> she's, you have a lot. I know. The, the drafts are full and running yeah. over. Yeah. My drafts runneth over. Um, <laughs> all right. So, anyhow, she does the thing that happens every freaking season of this show and every iteration in which she takes the lead aside and basically like wants to make some allegations against another girl um and then brings up just how toxic uh toxic oh. is a word that should be banned from this show it's because it, it, it doesn't right? mean it doesn't bully. have a, a meaning so like you can just allege that the, the house is toxic the girls are toxic the girl is making a toxic situation and like like no one's going to no one's going to be like oh yeah it doesn't sound toxic like they're just gonna be like, oh wow, that sucks. I had no idea that it was so toxic. You know, <laughs> like you're right. Okay. It's like bullying. It's like yeah. if someone like alleges that you've been bullied, you can't be like, no, you haven't been bullied. Like you need to like maybe suck it up a little bit. Like it's always like, oh, well, you've, you've been bullied. You, you like, can't really yeah, push you her be, back on it. You have to be like sensitive to it, right? And it's it's yeah. And it she she made zero points other than to say that we're toxic like a thousand times while she was talking to Matt. And it's just really like, I, you know, we know how this goes. She's around exactly for this reason she has no chance of winning or anything like that but it's it's frustrating that like uh i think juliet Lemon said that she's like a throwback villain kind of to a you know mm-hmm. to a previous era of the bachelor like this these kind of people were more common previously on the show in like the 2013 range not really like now like they've actually done a pretty good job of I may regret saying this, but a villain like Victoria makes me miss a villain like Luke P. (laughs) What can we get? Just a female version. Well, here's the thing: like Luke P. and Emily, maybe I'm taking your point, but Luke Luke P. actually had a connection with the lead, right? Yeah. Like he and Hannah like legitimately liked each other, and he like he was just existing in this like space of like i will win the game because hannah loves me the most and i will make sure she loves me the most and i will defeat all of the other potential suitors and the the, this i will dominate them on the battlefield and whip them into the ground during the rugby game which was again i should should just bring that back up because that's the funniest thing it's an all-timer on the show but but that that said, like she doesn't even seem like like Matt doesn't even seem like down for it. She's just like parades around and is like doing this whole thing. Like she doesn't even seem like she's even here. She's for doing it. a lot. She's, she's yeah, way she's too extra. Too much dip on the chip. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. anyhow we, we don't need to like waste a whole lot yeah. of time here because we kind of know how this ends and like where this goes but it's just it's annoying that you have to Matt talks to Marilyn I hate when we see that like I'm gonna get to the I'm, bottom I'm of this to oh the are this. you yeah. okay I'm so excited for this um okay also, you guys need to go follow Jared Freed on Instagram. It's the charcuterie guy, Jordan. Yeah. I, oh, I smashed that button today. Oh, uh, so, so funny. He is hilarious. Like, keep my pants funny. He compared, <laughs> might be polarizing, he compared Victoria to a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> he was like, you know, conspiracy theorists, they'll just be like, yeah, like this, this, and this. You're like, no, like, I don't think that's the case. Do you have any, like, facts to back it up? Well, I just know it is, so it is. Therefore yeah, well, that's it is. how I feel, and I trust my gut, so I've never yes. been wrong before. And, and you're a sheep to think otherwise, right. so it's on you. Like, you can't trust the other sources, and you're just, like, spinning your wheels, like, okay. So I thought that was a great comparison for Victoria. Perfect. <laughs> anyway, we only get, like, part of a rose ceremony because sarah starts passing out who already has a rose what are you doing girl what is Gotta this relax. amateur hour come on sarah now if there's anything you learn in honors choir about standing on bleachers you don't lock your knees gotta bend the knees dig you know? deep steve Kreck so, knows that choir. <laughs> the, the way they were like splicing her uh interview in behind the scene um, it made it sound like she was getting super worked up and stressed out that Victoria might stick around for another week. And that's what caused her to like overheat and, <coughs> and get ready to take, take a knee. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting that like you could hate someone that much. My hate burned so hot that I passed out after during the rose ceremony but hey let's do it it looks like it's gonna maybe be maybe next week might be the last week for victoria the, we the can, more i can get out of her the better yeah, we can only we can only hope and pray um all right oops what, what do you want to talk about oopsies, uh, of the night? Uh, oopsies of the night unfortunately they all come from victoria again um so the great gift we are given from the bachelor is that girls much like I do on this podcast, have a tendency to botch their words, you know? So we all do. We all <laughs> do. Girls and guys, like the open bar is the open bar on this show. Yep. And it, it well, does some stuff. It just tends to be highlighted more on mm -hmm. The Bachelor than The Bachelorette. Uh, so the oopsies of the night one was Victoria. She was talking about, I am the queen and they are my gestures. Yeah. <laughs> when she was trying to say gestures. <laughs> and then... The next, next one was a real Michael Scott. <laughs> yeah, right. She's like, we are like oil and vinegar. Vinegar. <laughs> I was like, oh. you can tell, like she's like, I know. <laughs> I know vinegar and oil go together in some context. Yeah, but I don't know if that's. She's like, I know I've said not... those two words together before. <laughs> When I was ordering a salad or something. Like oil so and go. vinegar. <laughs> that was that was all a part of that we didn't even talk about when Marilyn came over to try to make things right with her. Oh my god. She was like trying like... to sit next to her. She's like, look, you can sit there, but I'm gonna move over here and sit over here. Because I want I want you to be Well it's really, it's really loud. Talk. Can I sit next to you? No, I don't want you to sit next to me. It was like it was the painful. most painful like forty five seconds of them 
the two, like, I mean, like, I don't really think Maryland's bringing a whole lot to the table either as it comes to, like, like maybe, like, a high-level... Prospect. Uh, well, I mean, like, high-level, like, argument, argumentation skills, debate skills, if you will. Okay. Um, certainly, Victoria isn't either, but she at least is confident enough to just, like, bury herself in disagreement with whatever you're saying regardless of if it's true or not she will talk <laughs> yes yes she will but yeah that was that was just like one of the most ridiculous things like oh. no you can sit here i will sit here what's well, a little loud i can't hear you do you mind if i sit next to you so we, we can talk no no i don't want you sitting next to me He's like what is this the bus in seventh grade like let's get this together and now we're doing it again we're talking about we're talking about it and we shouldn't because we're just giving her exactly what she wants attention what are okay, okay but like what do you think her her best case scenario is realistically to get out of this show like she makes it on paradise like uh, i don't know she is not putting great film she's, she's not yeah she's not coming off crowd. well to where like she's gonna get a lot of uh spawn con on the gram i would i wouldn't think i don't know i i think the viewer really like strongly dislikes her yeah and so it's hard to imagine them bringing her on because i think the general feedback is just like she's insufferable like she's annoying it's not even fun to watch like it's just so annoying so it's hard to imagine that they'd actually bring her on paradise but they brought abc cam on a paradise so i am a poor judge of of character well, I mean, you can really cycle some bros through paradise. They brought freaking JPJ on there too. Let's was... let's see Cam and Victoria together. Oof, no. Who says no? <laughs> Who says no? I don't, neither of them. Cam wouldn't. <laughs> this is true. I wonder what Cam's up to these days. He probably would have loved that dress. I was. I just want to feel the air in your shoulders. Oh, this is fun. Fun feature. <laughs> My mom would really like this dress. Wasn't he only talked a lot about his mom? Mm-hmm. And then whatever condition he had. Yeah, he did have a condition. He had a condition, yeah. What was his condition? I don't remember. <laughs> All right, anyhow, let's. Uh, Jason, do you got any any takes? So, was this your first time watching a full episode when you watched the first episode? Yes. the The pilot. <clears throat> Were you watching with someone? First... Say what? Were you watching alone? No, I was watching with a friend. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right, yeah, good, good. good. She's, so, she's not not uh, on you guys' level, but familiar and. and <laughs> well, I mean, listen, it's it's a it's a joyous time of the year. Yeah. So, um, um, yeah, it's just it's. I I know that you can't take it too seriously. I know, sure. I know that I know that most of them are playing it up because it's on TV and. Yeah. Nobody goes on The Bachelor if they don't just actually want to be on TV and like, oops, I might get to hook up with somebody hot, anyways. Um, but like, it, <laughs> it's surreal to me that most of them are real life humans. Yes. Like, like mm-hmm. I can't, I can't wrap my mind around encountering somebody who is like that consistently in real life. Yeah. I, I yeah. think Jason, I think after I watched the first episode or two in my career, this would have been uh Colton season. Um, <laughs> I, I kind of recognized I recognize this franchise as like it's it's a good way to show people like you don't need to be intimidated by hot people like <laughs> hot people are generally losers. Just pull the curtain off altogether. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like, you're let's, hot. let's just expose them. And uh, yeah, yeah let's break down, break down some walls. Fair enough. That makes sense. Just, Jason, I did just send you that guy's uh, Instagram. It's pretty hilarious if you want to oh, flip good. through. He's got some really good looks like content. Like he just brings the girls up and says what they look like, and just crushes them. One <laughs> the the MJ one he did was hilarious. I oh, I screamed cool. at that one. <laughs> the last one, the what's her name looks like she got an entanglement with with Chloe Kardashian's ex lover or something. <laughs> so a quick, quick update on our our friend Cam Ayala. Yeah. Uh, the condition is lymphedema. Oh boy. Um, and it seems that he had a surgery December sixth um, for his knee swelling as a result of his lymphedema. Um, but don't worry, okay. he he wore a T-shirt uh, that said, "I have lymphedema." Google it. So oh. just in case anyone was wondering why he was having surgery, he wore a shirt. So. The more you know. Thank you, Cam, mm. for your service. And I was right about him talking a lot about his mom because one of the main posts on his page is a picture of he and his mom. And mom is holding one of those letterboard signs that says mother and son date night. Oh, so. no. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. That's awful. That's how you it do hates. it, Cam. That's how you drum up brownie points with the followers. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. Also, this guy, this Jared Freed character, apparently he, you were telling me, and I heard on the podcast too, but he's like struck up a bit of a, of a relationship with Bennett. Oh, yeah. And um, I guess like... It's a real, it's a classic it's, Logan situation where he really became friends with Bennett because Bennett actually liked the jokes yeah. that Jared was putting out there about Bennett. And like Logan's number one thing is like, I really like this guy. He thinks I'm funny. So yeah, anyone who likes his any, material Anybody who's been slatching onto my material. Yeah. So I like all you, you know, I feel like my material really lands with you three. Yeah. Less so you. You're, you're, you're <laughs> catching on to me a little bit too much. Mm. Gotta really change the game up here. Flip it and reverse it. You know what I'm saying? Keep them on their toes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So anyhow, he's he's struck up a bit of a relationship with, with Bennett and, and I guess Ed. like and Ed and uh I guess they both like loved like he was just ragging on them and they like loved it so they kind of have leaned into it so if you see on Bennett's Instagram there's a uh, a picture of him with his mom and he has a shirt on that's like Harvard print and it just says mumsy and so <laughs> but I guess like the joke was that Jared Fried said like Bennett looks like the kind of guy who calls his mom mumsy <laughs> or whatever and he's so he's like actually wearing the mumsy shirt now it's yeah. kind of funny like Jared made it for him and sent it to him. <laughs> yeah sent it to him. <laughs> I love this synergy this yeah. is great yeah so it's really good so yeah. love it love some bachelor adjacent humor Anyhow, Jason, any other takeaways from the uh, from from the deal? I really wish you could have got in on the Bachelorette because the dude the dude energy it's is so it's just it's so different. Like the girls is so weird when especially when there's a lot of girls. There's just so much like group ooing and eyeing and like yelling yeah. that it's it's just it's weird. So but like the dudes this, are just kind of like they like buddy yeah, I mean, off pretty quickly and they just they just bro down so hard when they're right. not when they're I not. Think, like, uh, I think I I told you guys like it, it was it was super entertaining that first episode. I'm sure it's still entertaining. I might catch another one here in the next couple weeks. <laughs> um, but then I don't know. I don't know if I have it in me to like stay yeah. for the actual emotions and the genuine. Like uh, it's not that's not for yeah, me. It gets, it gets pretty genuine. bad. 
after yeah. like episode five, it's all downhill from there. Yeah, yeah, and Jason, I think you got about a two and a half episode window left. To, that makes like, sense to really That's... see some some shrapnel fly around. After that, <laughs> after that it's just a real like a chore to soldier through the rest of the season. I appreciate it. Yeah. Like a lot of extended shots of Matt like looking into the mountains, like tears streaming down his face just like i know what about what's happening. i know what i need to do but it's going to be so hard like this is Lord, let this cup pass for me um paradise well yeah but paradise is just like the bastard like like we're skipping all the stuff and just like hey do you like this person cool, <laughs> cool. You, you like this person oh but then here comes this guy you used to date you have history oh my god what's he doing here mm. i'm gonna give him a rose it's it is good. <laughs> good spin at the end. It's, it's good. Can't deny it. Anyhow, all right, we've been reveling. No, it's it's entertaining. I'll probably catch another one either maybe this week, maybe the next week. I don't know. We'll see. I'll try to be more of an expert. More okay. Excellent. Um, we'll get a quick score update here. Um, with the increased number of kisses that Jordan successfully lobbied for. Uh, his team is now tied with me in, uh, I guess we're tied for third, second, whatever. Second. And, um, yeah. And Emily, uh, has 395 points or, and I both have 345 points, but sounds like there may be some, uh, extraneous water feature kisses that team Emily. Yeah. I think give. Emily's got some coming and, uh, hopefully I, I get some more roses at the beginning of next episode. Cause yeah 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 Otherwise, yeah so they left they did cliffhanger us um with <laughs> no one really on jordan's team having received a rose except for maggie and brie so um yeah definitely got some puntablas coming your way Kristen will definitely get one i don't know oh, also- like, I'm, I'm looking through it and i'm like look i mean i figure logan's got <laughs> mj's still gotta get one like i figure uh, she's gonna be around know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason, just real quick, this kit, this kit character, t- look at her and tell me that she doesn't look like she would just be super mean. She seems like she would be. So oh, she's a, she's a 21 year old, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. She seems like a true sociopath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She seems like the kind of person I was told during this, the kind of person that would break up a few via voicemail. She, uh, if that, I mean, (laughs) I I told Logan, I think she would have her doorman do it. Yeah, you're not, you're not getting personal contact. She's 21. She calls herself a fashion entrepreneur. Like, get the out of here. Like, well, her mom is a actual like uh, Cynthia who's actually like a fashion mogul. But cool. So point stands. Even more evidence towards a sociopath for sure. (laughs) Well, you know, yeah, she's the one that showed up in a Bentley. So. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right, because she just, she's like, yeah, just screamed ride share. That was, yeah, that was big, hilarious. She's a flex. She's a nut job. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll see. I don't. I can't decide if she's maybe growing on me. She just, sometimes, something about her, like, you look at her and you're like, oof, she would definitely never, ever say hi to you. Like, no, 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 no. By. Like, she's, she, she has that kind of energy. Yeah, you're... Again, Jordan and I went to, you know, we, we, we went to college. You, you see, you see, the, there's girls out there that just... You're, just a, you're a plebe, <laughs> and she has no need to talk to you. <laughs> Plebes. All right, that's it. It's the Wheel Route Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Let me find 
what I need to say. <laughs> you can find us at the Wheel Route on Twitter. WheelRoutePodcast at gmail.com is the email address. At or sorry, thewheelroute.com is the website. You can stream the show from there. College football season is over. This will be bachelor centric moving forward until um, I don't know. You're gonna daydream some uh, fun off season activities. We had a we had a good quarantine yeah. run. Um, Hopefully we don't have to do that again. Hopefully. But <laughs> we could also, you know, not say some of us wouldn't benefit from it. But um, yeah, we'll we'll see what's uh, going on in the uh, in the off season. Do some fun new content. Huh? Eh? People love Kochi. The fans love Kochi. Oh, so nice. <laughs> it's really what it is. All right. Uh, thanks for joining us. Love you guys. Go Gators. Goes. Go Dukes. <laughs> May the roses ever be in your favor, boys. 